Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. Hey there, this is Michelle Spivey, your practical priestess of wisdom with today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. Join me on the flip because we're going to be learning about a skill that we're all familiar with, but we just don't seem to understand why we need it in our own lives. And stick with me for some wisdom from Bruce Lee that can help us with the power of unlearning. It's just as important as learning and stick with me on the flip as we delve into why you got to get ready, how you're going to help yourself do it, and how to start uh, with a plan, even after just listening to this, of getting in and activating your power of unlearning. I'll see you on the flip. Hey there, let's go on and get into it. And so today we are going to be doing a practical wisdom strengthening skill. And when I say a practical wisdom strengthening skill, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be first talking about the why of why we need to activate this skill and then some ways to perfect this skill and then of course we're going to end up with a little bit of the practical of how to get started using this skill and what is this skill you might ask this skill is as I said in the a part the power the majesty if you will of unlearning and the reason why I really want to talk about this today is because it's a setup I've been telling you guys that uh Wisdom has been calling out in the streets and and trying to get people prepared. And so we've been talking about how to get ourselves ready to move with the new tides, move in the new direction. And I'm going to cut to the chase and say this, that every vehicle is only as good as its ability to stop and go in reverse. Have you ever considered even attempting to be in a car that could not back up, that could not reverse, that could not go the other way, stop the forward movement. Because if you don't have that ability and you, the only way you can keep going, you can operate the car, I should say, is to keep going in that direction, you'll quickly find out how dangerous that can be. And if a car has this ability and function on it, don't you think we probably have to have that ability and function as well? And so that is why today we are di- diving in and we are talking about 
the power of unlearning. All right. Thank you for letting me get that out there. Uh, Brian Chesky, uh, the CEO of Airbnb, he has uh, gone on record uh, in the recent months uh, to help people to understand that the world is not going to be the same even when we're back up and going. And he's on record as saying, and this is profound, you ready? He's, he says, there are sometimes months when decades of transformation happens. And what he's saying is, is a lot of times when a, a important event happens, it only takes months to do what would have normally taken decades to transform. And he was saying that in his industry, that people are not going to be getting on airplanes as much. He says they're going to revert or reverse, okay? They're going to reverse and go back to a time. Now, he didn't say a time like the 50s and 60s, but I'm going to say it in the United States because, like I said, that's that's where I be. That's what I know. Um, but he was making reference to the fifties uh, and sixties when we didn't have in the United States as pristine of a um, transportation selection of the skies. It used to be that that was reserved for the wealthy. And so most people would get on little two lane highways and the average person would drive uh, up to about 200 miles away from their home. And the way uh, our our geography is set up in the continu- continuous uh, 48 states is that usually any place within that, if you can drive about four hours, which <laughs> 50 miles an hour, if you will, about 200 miles, you can get to some kind of state park or some kind of attraction that would be good for the entire family, and uh, it would be good enough to have a pretty good vacation. And so what he is saying is, is that we are going to be reversed and go back into that direction where most people who do not have to travel for business are going to be back to driving those average of 200 miles from where they live. And he says, and, and, and because of that, they're going to be requiring lodging at, and now um, Airbnb has taken the place of motels, just so you know. Uh, and they're going to be requiring lodging. And he says that's where his company comes in because they're going to want to stay in a home where they don't have to interact with a lot of different people and they don't have to put themselves in possible uh, jeopardy. And just by seeing that CEOs of great capitalism are starting to understand the need to reverse, I'm going to tell you that it is time for us to take heed because the signs are all around. And because of this uh, major reversal in the way we uh, interact, we're going to be required to uh, take a look at everything we think is the way things are. And we're going to have to actually put it up on in the inspection block to see, is this something that I still want to uh, engage in? Is this the way things really are? Is this a sacred cow that I want to hold on to? And on and on and on. Okay. And um, what 
when I was researching this as uh, wisdom was giving me the impetus to look at this, and I ran across the um, the interview from uh, Brian Chesky, the Airbnb CEO, of course, I was like, oh, well, let me go back and look and look and look. And that's when I started looking at um, motoring and how uh, when we advanced, if you will, and we got um, value airlines in the 80s, value jet and all of that. And it became less expensive, actually, to fly than to put the wear and tear on our cars. The motel industry went into decline where it just became uh, almost nostalgic where you would have some in the smaller towns where established change just didn't see the um, financial you know, boon to, to be. Um, there. And I looked because I, when I was young, I was like, well, what's the difference between a hotel and a motel? And my grandparents were like, you know, a motel is where motorists uh, would just, you know, stop for the night and keep going. And that's why they made it uh, highly accessible for you to be able to drive your car right up to the door, get out and uh, get a good night's sleep and then get back on the road the next morning. And uh, I'm not going to talk about the Green Book. Um, if you're not familiar with that, there was a movie that alluded to it um, last year at the time of this recording. Um, if you look back at 2019, uh, Green Book. And yes, it was real. I knew about it. My grandparents knew about it. And they talked about it when I was young and um, how they would travel. And uh, the funny thing is, is that a lot of these motels were not available to them. And so they were actually kind of sort of doing Airbnb in the 40s and 50s, 1940s and 50s, before it became cool and popular in the um, 2010s and now in the to the 2020s. And so, you know, hey, shout out to my grandparents and ancestors who out of necessity were already doing the Airbnb. But it got me to looking at how there is truly nothing new under the sun and what goes up must come down, what moves to the left must move to the right, and so on. And so there's that pendulum of swing back and forth. And we are finding that we are in that pendulum swing back, a reverse. And one of the biggest things that I am personally experiencing and seeing in my interactions with people around the world via Zoom every day and all of this is that it's really in the air. A lot of us are looking at the fact that for the last four or five months, we've been, if you've, if you've been aware, we've been working on doing this very thing. Going through and looking at what no longer serves me as a person, as a business, as a way of life, what can I trim and what can I get rid of? And once we started doing that, it, it became clear that there were a lot of us out here that are only working with the skills that will move us forward and unlearning the habits and the skills that no longer service, that are obsolete for now. And it's it's easy said, but not easily uh, done. And it comes to this one thing 
that I want to just say right now, this is the wisdom smack that if I don't get anything else out, I want to get this out. And that is that in a reversal, you must exercise different muscles or different instruments or different uh, um, uh, um, different components than you would when you're learning. You're still learning, but you're unlearning. So let's go back to that car example, if you will. And thank you all for, you know, letting me continue to just use that one as the metaphor for the, for the day. It is harder to drive in a straight line as fast going in reverse as it is going forward. Would you agree? Okay, yeah. And so because of that, uh, we have to give more attention, more time, more concentration, more determination to drive in reverse. And it is a great example of showing how much we have to start flexing and growing those muscles. Well, when you're in a time of unlearning, you're using just as many mental muscles as you would if you were learning something. Now, you might be saying, okay, I hear you. I understand this. But what's this whole thing with unlearning? Unlearning is when you are attacking and uh, um, evaluating and overriding habits, uh, ways of life, belief systems, thoughts, um, understandings, the whole thing. A lot of people, they don't realize that what they call upheaval and unrest is nothing more than unlearning. Yeah. A lot of people don't like unlearning because unlearning for some people makes you feel like annihilation is nigh. It makes you feel like the world as you know it is no longer, which is true. But it does not mean that the world as you know it uh is no longer going to be a world worth being in. And so for a lot of people, they go kicking and screaming into the unknowing. And the saddest part, and this is where wisdom has been working with me, the saddest part is when people don't realize that the reversals in life are just as important, and if not more so, than the forward thrust of life. Uh, when I was younger, I uh, had a, a a time of my life where I went through so many rejections and no's and it hurt. It hurt so badly because I had that desire to be liked so much. And I would cry and I would be like, how can I uh, conquer this? How can I, you know, be more palatable to people? You know, why am I um, catching all of these issues and people not understanding me and feeling so misunderstood. And it was years. I wish I could say it wasn't, but it was years before I got to this point that I started to get the lesson. And in hindsight, I, I realized that it was a reversal. I was going through a phase of unlearning because I could not take the person that I was and the direction I was going in then to be the person I am now. And so at that time, I learned something and it was, you know, you know how you can uh, find the wisdom and then have a little pithy statement that helps you summarize it. And that statement in a, in a good way 
helps you to only remember the lesson and not the pain. Well, I'm going to share that little statement with you guys right now. And you've probably heard it before. And if not, hey, this will be good for you. And that statement was no means next and be grateful for the no's because they may save your life. And so a no for a lot of people right now, a rejection, if you will, a denial of service, a denial of desire is most likely a reversal, a a red flag on the play, a caution light that you need to put that car in reverse and undo, unlearn what you think you know, because it is not for you. It is not the way you you should go. And let me give you a quick example. I'll, I'll use myself. So the way that I was going at that time, I was learning, if you will, to uh, operate in um, a part of entertainment. And I didn't like it, but it was I was young and impressionable. And I was like, I guess this is um, this is the way that this must be done. And I was learning to become diplomatic, not not, you know, um, not anything nefarious, but being very diplomatic and learning how to smooth and network and really thinking that I was going to crack this inner circle of the movers and the shakers of this particular part of um, well, I'll just go and say it was the religious side, <laughs> the religious industry and no matter what, eventually I would always come up with snake eyes craps. It would just not work out for me. And I would beat my head against the wall like, what else do I have to do? I've done all these favors. I know all these people. I've exercised and practiced and I'm prepared and I still can't get ahead. And so each one of those no's caused me to look for the next opportunity. And when I would hit another no, I would keep going and keep going and keep going. And I didn't realize that with me doing my no means next, it was getting me to the point where I was starting to learn that if I stayed in this direction, if I kept going this way, I would not be the person that I'd like to be. I would not be the person that I wanted to look look in the mirror. And so I finally got that no, that was the last straw. And I turned and I reversed. And I'm so thankful that I did. Oh my gosh. That is one of the times when mercy was truly smiling down on me. And I went the other way. I reversed I and I unlearned all of that stuff. And it made room for me to be receptive and open to the way that I was supposed to go for the new season and the new reason in my life. And I hope that this is reaching the mark that it should be because there's somebody listening to this that you're going through this and it's not making sense. And you keep thinking, if I can just crack the code, if I can just if I can just this or that. And it's not that you're not cracking the code. It's that you're doing what you're supposed to, to finally get to that point where you realize I need to unlearn this stuff so that I can make room for the new dispensation, for the new way of life. Because I'm telling you guys over and over again, wisdom is saying, 
Life as we know it is not the same. And there are going to be so many people that are stuck in the rut of the habits of thinking that the things that they believed and could do well in the old world are going to work in the new. And they're not. Another case that I wanted to bring up is not mine, but historically. When you think about, and I'll just talk about the immigrants who came from the old world to the new world. Many of them, when they came here, they came to the shores of New York from Europe. And when they would come, the first thing they would do is they would find their community. Uh, There was usually some, and it wasn't a hamlet or anything, but there would usually be a, a pocket of an area where most of the people from that particular uh, country or religion or whatever it was would be. But in the new world, everyone of them, because that didn't include my people, but every one of them would come and they would say new rules. You can't lord over me your status from the old world. I don't care who you people were over there. In America, we all start from the same point. And they had this renewed understanding that there are new rules and thus we all have to learn them and basically every person for themselves. And yeah, they would still help each other, but they would behave and learn how to adjust to the new land. And so immigrants have a really good understanding of how to unlearn so that they can learn anew on the fly because it's based on their survival. And then looking at, and this is when, this is one of the, the biggest times in a person's life uh, when they go through these lifespan development changes. Think about the person who has to go from graduating high school to moving into new adulthood. That's a time when for the first time in your life, you are making decisions where the buck stops with you. And if you make the wrong decisions, they can have expansive lasting effects for the rest of your life. That's why when we used to tell kids to go to college because jobs with corporations were still were still there and we did we we knew that the way the educational system was uh, set up, it was set up to produce good workers, we would say, look, you are at a point now where you got to make this big decision. Are you going to secure your future to go and learn how to be part of this corporation? Or are you going to wing it and uh, have to uh, do a lot on your own? And there were some people that would go to college. They wouldn't, it wasn't for them. And they didn't know how to unlearn that training to be what they could be. Whereas there were other people that were like, college isn't for me. And nowadays, we, uh, most people in the world use (laughs) their, um, their PCs or their Macs. A lot of people, um, use their, uh, their Facebook and all these different things. And so learning the power of unlearning can be so important. And we have to make sure that we are aware that, that's equivalent to knowing when to put the car in reverse so that you can get out of danger. All right. So I want to, in our last few minutes, I want to just go over a few little things, like I said I would, about making this more practical. All right. So I've already told you that unlearning is just as important as learning. 
And the thing that I want to make sure that you understand for the big why, the reason why you want to unlearn things right now is because when you do, you will start to lift the veil to start to see signals, codes, and uh, hidden meanings for you personally. Signs abound, whether you realize it or not. Success leaves a path, and the universe is always a fan in the stands of your parade, holding the pom-poms and baking the cake for you to win. But if you think you already know, you won't grow. And so to unlearn is to free up space from a cluttered hard drive so that you can now process new things on a different speed and a different level and in a different direction. So the next thing about unlearning is it starts to get to the root to what you're anchored to. And for a lot of people, they have false anchors. They think they're anchored to something only to find out that it's a shifting sand. They may have thought they were anchored only to find out that they were clinging to a job that has gone or clinging to a group of people that have had to move away. And so their anchor is gone. There are many people. uh, I was just reading an article that was talking about the rate of uh, lonely heart syndrome going up where people are literally having heart issues because of isolation, loneliness, and losing their anchors, losing their their um, tethers to what kept them sane and solid. And so when you start to do the unlearning, you start to quickly evaluate and, and get a really good understanding of what you're truly anchored to. And if you're not, it helps you to go and find an anchor because you cannot be a flip-flop in the wind, especially not now, especially when the winds of change have already happened and they're moving in a different direction. In gale force winds, I'm telling you right now, just like I started telling you guys about uh, chaos was coming at the end of last year, I'm telling you, Everything is in reverse now. Mark my word. Everything is in reverse. All right. And with that being said, to unlearn those habits and things that no longer require, excuse me, not require, but no longer deserve. That's what I want to say. The bandwidth and the space that they have taken in your mind, meaning evaluating your beliefs and evaluating how you think things should work, you will start to see. Are you ready? You will start to see the agents of chaos and and redirection at work. And they are not bad. They are simply doing their job. They are breaking up and destroying the stuff that is no longer useful, making it kindling for the fire to power you in the other direction. And the agents of redirection are there to get, get you moving in the right direction. All right? And so one of the things that I want to quickly talk about, man, my time is getting away, is there is this famous um, format, I'm not format, framework that Bruce Lee, the um, uh, the great martial artist, talks about as part of some of his philosophy of how to teach yourself to learn. And it's um, just... Uh, four quick things. He says to research your own experience. Now, when you talk about researching your own experience, to research is to go and gather data and uh, assemble it in a way where it tells you the story. 
Now, when you research your own experience, this is my little put it, input into what he's saying. One of the fastest ways to figure out how to grow and learn uh, what you need to unlearn is to research your own experience, looking for those things that may have used to work and no longer work or those things that never worked that you continue to do. And then make a story that makes sense to you as to what you're going to do now. Not what you used to do, but what you're going to do now. Because stories, they need a heartbeat. And that heartbeat comes from it being your own experience. And when you have a story that has a heartbeat, it starts to make you feel and you learn from it. And so not only researching your own experience, but being able to tell yourself the true story of what you have learned of the habits you need to break, the beliefs that need to be retired or expired, however you want to look at it, all right? So his first thing was research your own experience. And I'm telling you to make it make sense by giving that story a heartbeat that makes you feel and be able to be prepared to do it. The next thing is after you've done that, absorb what is useful. Now, words have power. He said what is useful. And not helpful, what's useful. So it's not only good enough to have an aha, you must have, not only aha, you must have a propelling like, oh, and where you can get going. So the things that are going to be useful for you to get some kind of action and um, a propelling behind it. So with that, to absorb what is useful means you look for the fuel that will get you going again. All right. So you've researched, got your story, and now you've identified what's useful. And what's useful is that which you can use, which you can put into action. All right. So the next one, and this sounds very like, oh, uh, duh. But the third one is, is reject what is useless. And boom, that's where we are right now. Unlearning, the power of unlearning is this very thing, to reject what is useless. Unlearning, you to know what you need to unlearn is the stuff that is no more is no longer useful for, to you. And I say stuff, but that includes relationships, ideas, beliefs, places. There are going to be many people that are like, "Oh, I got to move." And they're going to move away. There're going to be people that once they do the research, absorb what's useful, and then they get to this point of unlearning, they're going to realize, "Oh, wow." I have totally been pursuing the wrong vocation in life. So they're going to have to go and unlearn that stuff and make room to be able to get the confidence to learn what they need to, to have, you know, the, the life they're supposed to. And then the fourth one is add what is specifically your own. And what he's saying here is, is by the time you get to this point, you should have a even... It might not be a lot, but you should have a spark of confidence to know what's your own, what's your own voice, what's your own path, what is it that you are pursuing, what are you anchored to, what makes you tick. And those are the things that Bruce Lee has said and have helped 
millions of people to be able to understand their purpose and their drive. So really quickly, as my time is really gone, research your own experience, absorb what's useful, reject what's useless, and add what is specifically your own to unlearn and to move in the right way. So yep, my time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spivey, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.